Greetings, listeners. Welcome back to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico pandemic podcast. That's the new name. We've decided it. Um, I'm Liz. I'm joined by my co-host, Meg Bonnie. Hello. And of course, we are um, hosted on purefandom.com. Uh, so this was a this was an episode. This was a moment and a half. There was a lot going on. Let's let's just quickly like refresh what happened, and then let's just dive in and talk about it because there's a lot there's a lot to talk about. Lots of theorize. Meg, break it down. Yes. Okay. So this is the official synopsis of what happened. Um, so as Liz said, this was like a lot going on. So this will not have every single thing, but we're going to dive into all the things. So here's the official breakdown. Liz is forced to put her latest experiment on hold after Rose begins to struggle with her new life in Roswell. Reluctant to face the truth about his mother's past, Michael turns his attention to helping Maria, who is dealing with her own family crisis. Elsewhere, Isabel agrees to join her mother for a day of spiritual healing to keep herself distracted. Finally, Rosa turns to Kyle to learn the truth about what really happened the night she died. Dun, dun, dun. That was my radio voice. I hope you liked it. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> should we talk about Rosa right away? Because I feel like this was a very Rosa episode. It was. I mean, Amber Thunder crushed it. Yes. I, well, first off, I loved that um, she, she's just, it was like yesterday for her, right? Like being, you know, a teenager and um, Ava McKenna, who wrote the episode, they said it was her first solo episode. Congrats. Yay. Congrats. You, girl. Um, I really liked how she injected um, little reminders of that. Like we all know that, but just things like how Amber, Amber, how Rosa said, you know, when I saw the doctor, I think it was when she was talking about the doctor, about her like anxiety, they said drawing helps. And that's why I need my sketchbook. And initially she said, you know, she easily could have said like, you know, when I saw that doctor, but she was like, when I saw that doctor last, wait, I mean like 11 years ago, you know, just like little nuggets like that to remind like, this was, this is all still very, very fresh for her. Mm -hmm. And on the opposite side, I really like how, um, they're showing Liz, Liz's maturity there. Like she easily could just be like, Oh, Rosa, you know, and be like frustrated. Like I love when they had their fight. And when she said, do you feel okay to leave? Do you feel like you're, you're okay to leave? Or do you feel like you're strong enough to do this? Like she was asking her like, like an adult, you know, like she wasn't, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, I haven't like processed how to explain that yet, but I just really liked how they did that. I thought that was good. No, I, I completely agree. Like, because even though they show the sisterly stuff and we know that she's technically the little sister and we've seen that in the flashbacks, it is really nice to see how they play off of each other with such different roles now. And like Liz being so much more maternal and you can see like, she does it so well and so subtly how Amber Midthunder, how she just acts like she knows she shouldn't be annoyed by that, mm -hmm. but she is because she still is to her. She's the big sister. So like you can tell, like she kind of makes like these faces at Liz when she's doing that. So I, I like that, that kind of like flip in roles that they have and how, frustrating that would be if you think of like 
your younger cousins or siblings or, you know, whoever, even just like younger friends. And like, what if they were suddenly 10 years older than you and you had like no other like way to justify it because you know they're older than you they have all this life experience like it'd be so frustrating because you could not wrap your head around it and like I think that's always like a constant like you said it was just so recent for Rosa to be the big sister whereas Liz has had 10 years you know and I love speaking of siblings I love how Kyle is just like hold up let me be like big bro for a moment and like he just like I didn't realize how easily he would slide into that role Mm mm-hmm and he did, and, like, I don't know, and I like that he he's such a truth seeker about his own family and what happened with his family that I feel like he has such a hard time withholding truth from anyone except for, like, alien shit, but right. especially with Rosa. And, like, he didn't really hesitate to be like, well, guess what, you know, like, to confirm well, her, her stuff. Yeah, and that's who he is now, you know, like, he's grown into this – pretty honest person and that's because he has been honest with himself and faced like you know the teenage jackass that he was and so it it makes sense that it would be hard for him to you know deny that respect to somebody else and I think but I also think he is put in check a little bit with her because she like storms off and he was just kind of like uh it's like, you need to remember, she's still 17 years old, right? 17? 19. 19? Mm-hmm. She's still 19 years old. So, and a young 19. Very right. young 19 years old. I think it's the way Rosa reacted was the way you'd expect her to, the way she should react. You know, she feels really, really guilty. I mean, she, not only um, is she an addict, but she recognizes that she's an addict and she knows it's wrong. She's, you know, she's pretty self-aware. And because of that, like she's, she's pretty in tune with other people's feelings. So, you know, she cares, she's aware of other people's feelings. She cares about other people. So I love that they used her finding out to show that more and not have her be in like this fit of rage. Like she was enraged because she was like, look at what it did to, you know, our family. Like, look at what it did. Like she was more so concerned about everybody else instead of her. Like she was concerned about how it had a trickle effect of negativity and not that people just hated her. And that says a lot about Rosa, you know, she's really, she's sweet and, you know, she's really caring. And even though she was an addict, that doesn't mean you can't be a sweet person and a good friend, you know? Right. So I'm I'm excited to see her and Maria get together because I'm thinking, you know, especially after what happened, I guess let's just talk about her in the whole episode. We'll just, what, break down each character? Can I okay. talk about the end? Okay. Um, you know, at the end, which we predicted that she'd start drinking again to subdue Max, right? Because he mm-hmm. could, brain zombie Max can only talk to her when she's sleeping. And, you know, if you've had a couple glasses of wine or something, you ain't going to be dreaming. You're just going to be sleeping real good till you wake up with a headache. Um, so I, uh, I think the only person that could bring her out of that and help her with her emotions and her headspace, who's the first person you think of that could help with that? I know, I know. Is Ooh, it Isabel? Maybe. See? So maybe she could come in and help with that. Or Maria. I was actually kind of thinking Maria a little bit too, 
Like maybe because Maria has like those like you know witchy, um, you know. Sorry, psychic- so that wasn't that- where you were going at all. You go with the Maria thing, and then I'll talk no, about. No, but Isabel. I actually like that though with Isabel. I led you into Isabel. That was my bad. I think it can be a combination of both. You know, if we have Maria helping her with like her emotional psyche, maybe Isabel can then have the ability to go in and talk to Max because you know. Uh, Oka's mind is though is you know that's the that's the headspace. So we gotta calm that down so that way Isabel can join the party. And I think Maria can help with that. One, because of her, you know, powers we don't quite understand yet. And two, because she loves Rosa and Rosa loves her. And who can ever be mad at Maria? Like, come on, she's amazing. For real. And I think that they've kept Isabel and Rosa apart because obviously like Rosa knows about the aliens. She's she's in the know. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen them together, and I think that's gonna be such a huge moment. Yeah, because For I sure. forgot—I didn't forget, but I guess I didn't really think about. She said that that she can like go to like like a headscape type of thing. I forget what they called it in season one. Maybe it was dreamscape or something. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, then she was talking to Noah. So I wonder if she can like, and she brought Max with her the one time. So I wonder if there's a way she can. That's right. Get Max to hers or go to Rosa's. Mm-hmm. I think that would be super cool. And then the other thing, I just felt like they were so similar because they both have like this like festering thing with inside them, you know, with the lentil and the, lentil. the fear that it's going to be evil like Noah. And then Rosa has like her own demons, even though Kyle said she was quote unquote cured. She clearly still has that emotional draw to alcohol and, you know, whatever else she, she's going to use to quiet her demons. Well, cured of the physical damage that right. the substance abuse. But psychologically, like, she's never really addressed it or had the chance to. She was in a goo pod for a while. Right. Um, so I think her and Isabel have just such, like, mirrored situations in much different ways, mm-hmm. obviously. Rosa's like more brain pregnant with a zombie but you know like (laughs) having something within her that she is fearful of and scared about and like doesn't know what's in like that could be her addiction too like that literal demon she has within her to you know go towards substance abuse and things like that so I feel like they have so much in common and I just like you wouldn't ever put them together looking at them and I think that's why like their bond in season one was so interesting because we never would have put them together we didn't know that Noah was possessing her and it was like all super creepy so I'm excited to see them meet as themselves fully so I think that would be very interesting and I think Maria should join the party because the three of them is like a power friendship I know I love it I'm curious so that got me thinking about you know Max and his current state his situation he is in a lot of pain and it kind of reminds me a little bit of in Buffy when Willow brings Buffy back and then of course and once more with feeling the musical episode it's revealed that she was actually at peace and she didn't want to be brought back obviously a little bit different with Max because he's not at peace but he doesn't want to be brought back he just wants it to end how do you think this is jumping um to a you know kind of a pretty big topic but how do you think Liz eventually they're going to bring Max back like we know that's going to happen in some way shape or form 
how do you think Liz will react to that? Like once he comes back, because he can either come back just as he was. And then the rift between them will be, um, the fact that he was like, no, I was in a lot of freaking pain and I have to recover from that emotionally now. Like I tried to get your, I didn't want you to save me. And then Liz is probably going to be like WTF. Right. Or what if Max comes back? Not that these are the only choices, but these are the only ones I've come up with. What if Max comes back as like somehow this like all being alien, like this full potential lightning Thor Max? And what if he's like beyond? Like, you know how, um, uh, oh my God, why am I blinking? Watchmen. Have you ever, you, okay, so in Watchmen, there's um, Dr. It's like Dr. Blue or what the hell's his name? I don't know. I can't remember. But there's, it's this guy who is, he's like in all, like he's like ascended. And so everything else is just, it doesn't, like he loves, but also nothing else really like matters that much because he's ascended so much that he's just like, things are, things aren't trivial to him, but they're just more logical. You know how someone's like too smart. Like they're just like, they don't get it on like a human level. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of human, but he's really not like he's an alien. So what if like somehow he reaches his full like alien potential and how is she going to handle that? Like, I don't think he's just going to come back as Max. But like, don't you want him to? I of just, course I want him to, but I don't think he is. Yeah. I think he's going to be fucked up in some way. Like either, yeah, he's going to have like a new, a lighting situation going on. Or yeah. Like what if he's like ascending is like Thor God Max and it's just like too big like for humans. Yeah, like, it gets to, like, he's, I don't think he'll be, like, against humans or anything, but what if it's to the point where, like, you're not going to be able to just be the small town cop and live in, you know, your bungalow with Liz and have some alien human babies. Like, that's never, ever going to happen. And that's, that's a harsh fucking reality. You know, even if, even if he's, they still are going to love each other unconditionally and want to be together. But I, stuff is just going to keep building and building and building. They're never going to be able to have that. And that's, that's going to freaking suck. Or, like, he's just me fucking evil. Like, what if he's evil? What if he comes like, back no, evil? Like, yeah. What if he comes back as, like, you know. Dark Max? Yeah, Dark Max. I, I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like really. Like, with but a I, black cowboy hat. And he's just, like, I'm <gasps> evil now, partner. Oh my, oh my God. Okay. Well, that's happening. I forget let's everything just, else. I, okay. Sure. <laughs> right. Well, let's just, can we fast forward to when that happens? If it doesn't happen, guys, we'll write the fic for you. Cause I'm, I mean, we've got 100% writing it. Okay. All right. Well, that's done. Let's, we've talked about, <laughs> that's what happened. happening Max. All right. Let's, what else do we need to talk about? I guess that's we can it. close, close it up. the show. Just kidding. That was good. We'll talk to you guys. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Isabel. Okay. And, oh, my God, the screaming therapy thing, which, like, hashtag everyone in freaking 2020 needs scream therapy. I watched that scene, like, three times because it made me laugh so hard when they just start screaming. And the one guy's like, are you sure you want me to scream? Because I scream really loud. And then he just screams really loud. And I was like, I don't know why that's so funny. 
He was hilarious. It's just people yelling. I know. But yeah, no, and it made yeah. me really happy. Mm-hmm. But I loved everything about that whole scene, like Maria's outfit. I was like, are, are you kidding right now? I of know. course, everyone loves you. Look at you. The costumes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I am all about the Roswell costume department. You guys are crushing it. I'm obsessed with it. Everything. Yes, it was so good. And, like, this isn't costumes, but costumes come into play. Mm-hmm. That framed first scene with Vlamis standing in the doorway like a motherfucking cowboy. Oh, so God. And I was like, can I please have that painted as a mural upon my walls? Thank you. Quarantine project. It, like, it never awesome. gets – I mean, I'm telling you, that those shots, to me, they never get old, mm-hmm. ever. Like, bring bring them one. Bring yeah. them one. Yes, yes, yes. So back to Isabel. Scream therapy. I know. We, we keep moving from – I'm like, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. We're talking about Isabel. Quarantine brain. Um, yeah. So Isabel with her mom, which I actually really like the scenes with her mom because they, they feel – authentic like you don't some people I I know you and I are pretty close with our mothers but like some people don't share everything and like that's clearly some shit you're not going to share with anyone right the stuff that's going on with her so she's just kind of like and I think no matter how much you love your mom everyone's done like something with their mom that you didn't really want to do or go to or be at or whatever Mm -hmm. even if it was when you're a teenager and you're at your own Christmas party like that feeling of like oh fine and I'm just gonna like talk shit under my breath the whole time I loved that, like, little vibe between them, especially knowing that she's pregnant and knowing that she's worried about herself as a mother, worried about what, you know, seed Noah has given her. So I think, like, having those kind of thoughts paired together was really nice Mm -hmm. because she has such an ease with her mom, and you would think, like, she's such a natural caregiver with her brothers. Like, we know as viewers that she would be great at it or we can think she would. But I think you can see, like, the fear, and then that's what she writes down as her fear, the lentil. So I thought that was, like, a really good scene. But I wanted to ask you, I actually had a Twitter question. Yes. This was from at WhiteLily22. What do we think about the vibe Maria sensed when she was, like, up close to Isabel? What do you think that was? Do you think she sensed something? The pregnancy, for sure. I thought so, too. Yeah. Definitely. She was like, oh, like you don't have to do this if you don't want to. Like you can control it, kind of telling her it's her body, her choice type of thing. Mm -hmm. That's what I got. Is that where you were going with that too? Totally. I think especially because she's she's never been in control of her body. And as a woman, that is, you know, the one as a human, that's the one thing you should have, specifically women with this situation and your know, pregnancy, you should have control over what you're thinking and what you can do with your body. And she's, she's never had that with Noah, you know, she's, she hasn't had control over her body and her mind and God, I mean, think about that. Like, she's yeah, going from like basically one host taking over her to another. Cause your yeah. body is really not your own when you're pregnant. Right. Well, but tell you kids, just kidding. Keep going. I know. Oh, girl. <laughs> right? That's just, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's a situation. And so I, I, I love how they made 
that pregnancy about you know her and like it was it just it wasn't like oh we're gonna do a pregnancy storyline and blah blah like it fit it's her whole entire journey you know since she was a little kid she struggled with having control over her powers in her mind and because of that vulnerability someone came in and completely controlled her since she was a teen you know and I maybe probably before that so it's just it's it's so sad and heartbreaking to see. And so I liked that they prioritized, um, you know, no, we're, we're going to really try and push Isabel, Isabel forward in a, um, in a, you know, empowering way that like you have control over what you want to do. If you don't, if you want to try with, you know, this baby, that's your choice. You know, you're not just going to do it because it's alien fetus is making you or something, you know? Mm-hmm. You you choose to do what you want. I like that. And I I like that despite their issues, her and Maria have always had like a thing between them. Mm-hmm. The moment she realized that where we think that's what she realized and that's what she was speaking to, like the moment she got there and she mm-hmm. kind of caught up with the situation instead of just like, I'm just here to take your money, whatever, whatever her like demeanor changed and she was very much like oh, her face solidarity was... <gasps> solid yeah. yes I was like oh when you know and her face and she was like oh like um and she just kind of like you know she like you know put her arm on her I was like yes I loved mm-hmm. it it we wasn't like in. them versus each other anymore in that moment right. it was just like so much solidarity and sisterhood yeah. and like females help them females which we love to see damn right speaking of the pregnancy Mm -hmm. what do you think she's doing with that alien poison do you think that is in an effort to end the pregnancy or is that an effort to like sort of kill the noah thoughts she's having like him still being in her brain like what do you think that was or was she just trying to quiet her own voices similar to what we saw with rosa well they did remind us that is a poison Mm -hmm. so I think she's choosing to end the pregnancy that was my very first thought too but then I was like okay well maybe there's other reasons she's doing it and that might have an adverse effect but based on when that scene was in you know relation to her and Maria speaking Mm -hmm. about how she can take control and it's her choice yeah And it would be such, I don't want to say brave because it's, I don't know, it's, it shouldn't be brave because it shouldn't be so taboo for women to be taking control of these situations and their bodies and it's Mm -hmm. their choice. And if you didn't know, like, um, 27 episodes ago from the Space Space Cowboys podcast, like, pretty liberal over here. Yeah, we're we're pretty liberal. Guess what, guys? We're, yeah. So we're the most liberal. Yeah, like we we strongly believe in that. And so the fact that this show would go there, like we've seen them take on a lot of issues, which I freaking love mm-hmm. how they handle it. And I, I would be really curious to see exactly why. Like we can all speculate and it's probably going to be that. And I, I don't want to say I hope it is because like I don't want her to have that pain. Um, right. But also like if that's her choice, we're here. We're here for you as well. We're yes. your support system here. But I just, I'm very curious to see how that storyline will go because they handle every 
I don't want to say issue-based episode, but like, you know, the bigger issues that they tackle, they handle it with such grace and such thoughtfulness. Like I'm actually really curious to see that play out. So me too. I won't say hoping, but definitely curious and eager to see where that storyline goes. Well, I like that they're just showing, yeah, yeah, they're just showing women that, you know, yes, you always have a choice, no matter what. You are never pigeonholed into anything. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. always have a choice over what happens to your body, no matter what that choice is. So, and even before she knew that Noah was evil, it was something that her and Maria had connected on in the bar when they were trying to, like, get in each other's heads. Right. That she knew Maria could sense that she was already worried about having a baby when she was happy. So, like, Mm mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy that Maria is in on that part of the story. So yes, very curious to see how that all goes down, but we should definitely talk more about Maria. So like Mimi DeLuca is missing for two weeks. This is two weeks after yes. the like flash of light. Where is Mimi DeLuca? Should we also be hashtagging save Mimi DeLuca because we're hashtag save Max. Where's Mimi DeLuca? Mimi DeLuca was abducted. Yeah, she's, like, on a spaceship right now. She's on a spaceship. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, no, she's on a spaceship. Okay. That's okay. my, that's my, you know, and I'm, I'm sticking to that. She's on a spaceship. What do you think? I'm going to get real, real mag about it, and I'm going to say that those were headlights, and it was, like, the Mains family soldier creeps that she has oh, something no. to do with that. Yeah. No. I wish her ass was safely on a spaceship because the mains are like, I don't know. His brother seems like, okay. Yeah. But there was a little darkness we saw in Alex as he watched his dad seizing on the floor. Yeah. Whoa. Can we skip to that? He was not. I don't want to say he was smiling, but like he definitely wasn't worried about it. Mm -mm. No, he was not. It's gonna happen, I guess. Like, did he do it? Like, it just, it felt very, like... I didn't even think about that. Bates Motel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are you okay, Alex? What's happening? What are you plotting right now? Like, oh, Lord. Because his brother, his other brother, has, like, that fear-love relationship with him where, like, he felt like he did not have the choice in his life. Yeah. He is who his father decided he was going to be. But Alex was like, F y'all. I'm a black sheep it, but also like he's very got one foot in the okay, that was a really bad choice of words because he only has one foot. Oh my god, I did not even see I'm gonna take a drink and shun myself from that thought. I'm so That's sorry. okay. You didn't know what you you didn't know. That's fine. Insensitive, uh, Meg. So you know what I mean? Like he's always had one part of him in the mains fam man family tradition of being a right. soldier, but he kind of took it his own way and then you know, kind of branched out on his own. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like that was a little dark, and we haven't really seen darkness in him yet. Like, we've seen it in all of the other characters who have had big, traumatic things. Maybe not Liz, not so much a darkness with her. But, like, we've seen Max's dark side. We've seen Isabel get a little dark. Everyone has, and Kyle's is in his past. Michael is kind of always in and out of that, you know. Mm-hmm. We've never really seen Alex be like "Mm, sorry asshole like so that was definitely like oh okay I think well but I think it's something too that um was kind of a a react like a reality check for me as a viewer like 
you know, he's been to war. He's served tours. Like, I, I mean, it's, I think it's, to me, it's more of, you know, he's like, that's reality. Like shit happens, man. Like he just, mm-hmm. and, well, and also maybe, well, I take that back. Maybe not so much that it's more of like, if you're a soldier, it's, it's hard for you to process. I ha- I'd have to be imagined. It's hard for you to process grief. Like you're just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm making like a, you know, straight and narrow kind of motion here. I think he's just looking at that, like, do I do something? Do I not? You know, he, he follows, follows orders and like, he has no order to save his dad, um, from a militant side or from like a son side. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just like, mm, okay, fine, like, whatever. Or maybe he's just like numb. Like you a know? soldier mentality, like you said, where that's just part of the battle and you know, someone on his side put him in a medically induced coma and it's fucking shit up, but it's part of the battle and the war that they're currently in. Like, yeah. Well, and he also can't save him, you know, like he's like, I don't like, there's no way that he can save him. Mm -hmm. So he's, I think he's just like, there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot there. We could spend Mm -hmm. like episodes on just Alex and his dad and like the complexities of that relationship. So speaking of Alex, and we talked about Maria, we talked yes. a little bit about Michael. Yes. I feel like we should triangulate the conversation a little bit. Two. The love triangle that's going to rip our very souls out. So Michael oh, yeah. and Maria are smooching over here. and Which I'm not mad about, you know. No, whatever. and like they did it in a way where like it wasn't like sudden to the point where I was like, gasp, how could you do this? Right. The only thing that, and I I talked to a couple people about this on Twitter that I really wish we could see a bigger conversation about it between Maria and Alex, because I feel like as friends, like they should talk about it. So like, I understand that because, you know, they're really good friends. So it'd be weird. It's weird to, to see as a viewer, to not see them being like, look, like I know it was kind of brought up briefly in season one, Mm-hmm. But now that things are progressing past a desert hookup, I would have liked, especially when we know how much time has passed. A couple of weeks have gone by now. Yes. I would have liked to see some conversation about it just so, like, I feel better as a viewer because, like, we're all going to take sides. That's just what is goes down in any triangle of love. Triangle of love. Unless they become a thruple. Which I know one of our writers, Court, keeps telling me she wants them to be. She wants it bad. I don't blame her. We all do. I'm on board with that. Make that happen. But I think, like, we know Michael, he will kind of be with anyone. We we assume he's bi. He said it a couple times. Right. Um, But I don't think Alex has ever said he's bi. So someone can correct me. I think he said, you know, if I could be with Maria to look, I'd choose it too. You know, or like if he could like her, or maybe you know, I, I like, took it as I took it as like, yeah, like if I weren't gay, duh, mm-hmm. I'd go for her. She's amazing. He loves her. That's one of his best friends. Which is why, like, I I just want to see them have a heart to heart about it. Like, I don't need him to give her permission, but like, I kind of need to see more of that because like they're grown ups, and it's not going to be as like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you kissed this boy, because while we know 
the epic love that Malix is and like freaking adore them. Like yeah. they didn't really have like a long term relationship. They've never like really been a couple. Like they kind of were cut off before that could ever happen when mm-hmm. they were younger. It was more just like this big kiss and then this like unwavering like passion over the years like this tension and then like right they hooked up again now but like they weren't like okay we dated for like seven months you know like there really weren't a couple so to maria maybe because we know alex didn't talk to her about this she didn't he didn't even tell her who he was in the theater when they kissed in high school so like we don't know how much maria knows about him and alex so like you know maybe that's why but I still would like to see a bigger conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, we love Malik. Like, we well, talked a lot about Malik. And we talked, we talked, too, about how they're kind of, st- I mean, we, they're star-crossed, right? I, they're just, like, star-crossed lovers. And I know we had one episode where we dove into how we think that maybe he's, meaning Alex, somehow um supernatural or you know like maybe part alien something and maybe that has something to do with their connection too I don't know I would like to see that explored a little bit um if I I don't know I just think that would be really cool I think there's something else I think there's some something much much bigger to Max than we know or to Alex than we know and it's going to be a major bombshell like a major Mm. major bombshell that's that's, that's my prediction well yeah because we we tried to connect him with his mom right we had we don't know a lot about his mom yeah exactly Mm -hmm. i remember that we got we got real real deep into that we got real deep into it i'd have to go back into the archives but i'm still still pulling for that yeah and like they did it in such a way where like i'm okay with it like you Usually you pick your your person in a love triangle and you were like ride or die. Mm-hmm. But I know that no matter who they're with or what happens, and even if they're happy with other people, like that Malik's love is not going away. It just maybe can't, just like their timing wasn't right the first time. Mm-hmm. Maybe their timing wasn't right the second time either. Like the third time might be their charm. And they just have to grow and become friends because they never had like a relationship relationship. It was just always this like fire, but like you can't just have fire. Like they need to build like more of a structured friendship relationship Mm -hmm. where there's like trust and like just talking about normal stuff. So, and they're pushing each other away right now, you know, like they're really, they're, they're, pushing each other away on purpose because it hurts too I think it hurts too much to try right now you know so it's like mm-hmm. hey I totally get it that you want to just do your thing like I understand yeah, but, Maria just is such a light spot for hearing like for everyone all the crazy he's amazing you know and like when he pulls his trailer and he's just like to to be helpful and to watch out for Mimi DeLuca and like I thought that was so sweet mm-hmm. that whole scene like I, I just want to see you laugh and I want to see you happy I know because I think he's so used to her like their 
banter and their like lightness that no matter how dark it got for him, he went in there and they had that. So I think he is really missing that part of their relationship because she is so kind of just distraught all of a sudden. And Mm -hmm. I think that it really, instead of her just being a fixture in his life, like this person in this part of my life over here in the bar, like really has started to become like a person to him. And I know it sounds crazy, but like, you know, you don't really think about the random people you encounter in your everyday life until like they change or they're gone. So yeah, once she totally. wasn't just like sitting at the bar waiting for him, he's like, oh, like you're a lot more important to me than I realized. Yeah, he's like, I don't get, I don't like this. I, I need mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So like they, and I think they're, they're definitely cute and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see where that goes. And I know that we talked about it last season um, on our podcast for season one, that we were worried that this was going to kind of vilify Maria as a character, but I feel like she's still so amazing and she's not doing anything wrong but like I would like to see that conversation just Mm -hmm. loving the friendship between Alex and Maria I want to see like I want to make sure they're still okay before I can be like all in on Maria and Michael like are you are you good okay okay we're good we'll we'll do this you know like I want I think they will I don't think he'll be okay with it but he won't be mad at her because that's not them you know especially Alex and Maria yeah I think um and I can't remember exactly what casting news I saw of it, but I, I've definitely seen it that he has, a, um, Alex has a new love interest, and he's like a Hottie McHatterson, so like, he's not going to be lonely. I kind of want it to be like, oh no, here's, here's my super hot model boyfriend. I know, <laughs> like, right? Just to see that, like, I love a good jealous love triangle situation, so yes. it'll definitely be interesting. I'm excited about that. So, and can we really quickly just well sorry you go ahead I'll 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 save it. But what were you gonna say? It's really random. Okay, then I'm just gonna say my thing first. So I was just gonna say how much I appreciate that Kyle Valenti is getting flirty with someone because like he has just kind of been the Yoda behind the scenes, like helping mm-hmm. everyone and fixing everything. And like someone came in, appreciated his biceps, was like, Hey, I see you and I just I very happy about that so their banter really was happy. amazing yeah I'm ex- and I I can't remember what her character name was and I don't know if they even said her name so like I feel like we'll get more into her and and he'll get into her oh I can't wait a- for it he needs he deserves it that was a joke you didn't laugh so I'll try oh um, wait thankless <laughs> hold on a minute were you howling like a werewolf I maybe was. Would you like to talk about it? <laughs> um, I'm all for it. Kyle Valenti needs some loving. He needs it really bad. Um, he's working hard. He's putting in the extra hours. Uh, he also discovered some special new, like, protein or something in Rosa's blood. Mm-hmm. So I think we're maybe that extra protein is, you know, the max part that's still in her, and that's what they need in order to bring him back. I don't know, but I think he's going to have the pieces to the puzzle to several things, including this new love interest. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh Kyle. That's okay. Kyle. He's going to have We got to wrap up, but can I tell you, ask you my <laughs> random thing now? Yes. Where the fuck is Liz's fiance? Um, hashtag 
find Diego, hashtag say Max, hashtag where's Mimi DeLuca, because is I want his ass to show up, like, more than anything. I know. And, like, I don't, it's got to be at, like, a funny time. Like, yes. I want him to show up, like, at the, in the season finale. I want him to just be, like, Mm-hmm. Lives <laughs> like be super like what's going on and she'll be like god damn it oh she's like let's fuck her I know she's like I can't science my way out of this one guy right be great <laughs> I'm here for that yes and I yeah I I know we're like the only people who like remember that detail and mm-hmm. talk about it on right. the regular but you know justice for Diego where's Diego. What if Diego took Mimi to Luca? <gasps> yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> we haven't been seeing him. We didn't forget about him. Never forget. Oh, Hashtag yeah. Diego. Hashtag so Diego. We, we have one more Twitter question. Okay. This is from uh, Gabrielle Viola. Viola. Okay. She wants to know what we think about Mains and what's in store for him. We kind of talked about him with Alex, like being like, whatever. But what do we think is going to happen with Mains? I think he'll be fine. Evil gonna evil? Evil gonna evil. I think he was definitely like main evil. He's like a jaded something bad happened to me. I can't ever like face my demons evil kind of person. Deep down I think that's what it is. Maybe you know maybe he'll have some sort of coming to light moment. I don't know. But I don't think we've we've seen the last of him. For sure. Um, I completely agree. And I have to ask you, do you remember, and I'm trying to look it up really quick before we let everyone go off into the night, but do you remember what Cassandra Amell's character, is she playing Nora? Do we remember in the casting news? So Nora is Kayla Eel from Vampire Diaries. Okay, so like, do you think she's going to be doing flashbacks? I swear I've seen in the casting news that we saw someone was playing Anora. That's Kayla. I don't know why. That's Kayla. I'm so excited. I know. Well, so he said she... your mom's name was Nora, and his mm-hmm. mom's played by Kayla Ewell, So. And I hope she's back. Like, I want to see more of that character. We had some theories as to who we thought Cassandra Jean Amell was going to be, but I don't think we know for sure yet. But I do well, we know in flashbacks. Yes, because we know that there's. Oh like wait, a she will play a character seven. named Louise. Louise, not Nora. I made that up in my head. Then she will make, play a character named Louise, an alien seeking refuge in 1947 Roswell, the year of the real life UFO incident. Yes, because when we talked to Karina at the ATB Fest in Atlanta, she said there's like a 1947 cast and like a Roswell mm-hmm. cast, like a now cast, and so. Yeah, that's going to be, like, flashbacks. I hope we get to see more Nora in, like, the 47. Because she it's lived in be... town for, like, a year. Yes. It'll be good. So we'll, we'll see. I know. Well, maybe Louise is still alive. Who knows? Well, that's what Alex, he thinks that someone is still alive that he can go talk to. I want to do it. I'm there for it. Like, slaps Cassandra and, like, all that old lady makeup and let's do it. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm here. Here for it. Well, thank you so much for chatting about this awesome show. And, like, how nice has it been to have this show to distract us from our current reality and then to be able to talk about it so much? Like, Mm -hmm. it's such good timing. 
Thank you, season two. We appreciate you. We really, really needed it. Um, You know, being stuck at the house with kiddos and all this crazy shit going on, it's, it's a lot. It is. It's never as bad as Roswell, though. Like, you always can think that. Like, you can find 10 characters on that show that you're like, well, at least I'm not Rosa. (laughs) At least I'm not Mimi DeLuca or Diego. Oh, God. Yeah, it's been been swell I'm very excited I'm excited to see what happens next week when we get I think we, we had the preview where um Max's partner comes back yes so that'll be interesting I'm Ooh. excited and we will be here to break it all down for you thanks for listening guys thanks for listening and um make sure to tweet us all your thoughts and predictions so we can talk about them in our next podcast too later bye